on. But uh, let me know. I'm gonna say episode nine. Nah, it's, episode, it's episode seven. All right, seven. episode it seven. seven. All right, man. Breakfast with the Jetsons, episode seven. Mm-hmm. It's your boy Trez. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Don, aka. You know what? I don't even feel like doing all that today. I don't got that energy. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You ain't got the energy? Not today, but so, but I'm here. It's all good. You well, know what I'm saying? Days like that, no? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. today we are here with Trey Scruggs. You hey. know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for having me, man. Oh, definitely. Thank it's you a for pleasure being here. for real. Well, so. I know you a little bit personally, but go ahead and just tell people what you do, you know what I'm saying, all your titles. Oh, man. You got a list of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a little bit of everything, man. But, you know, mainly I am a brand developer. Okay. You know, um, marketing, advertising. Um, I, I like to call it packaging. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I like to uh, package a product and uh, get the masses to buy into that product. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more specifically, artistry music you know what i mean artists like i don't know he's got a passion for you know helping create visions and pushing those visions out i definitely feel that yeah yeah that's what's up yeah so what do y'all two know each other from um well trey was our early manager yeah me starting 2012 um and then i know you've been doing it way longer than that yeah yeah yeah. Um, i know you and jay have been you know Jay Fabian, you know, as a yeah. family, but yeah. he started what? When he was sixteen. He was that 16. was probably two thousand tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just turned twenty five, so it was what nine yeah. years, right? Yeah. Um, shout out to to Ronda Way Jay, Jet Life Jay, sure. uh, engineer, artist, shout and uh, family. Thumbs up studios, check that shit out. Hey. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, you know, we kinda we met, you know, through him and um I just thought they were dope artists, you know what I mean? Him, Jay and uh Mikey Amore. Um, thought they were dope. Uh, shit, I never really had did anything, you know, with with music before uh, Jay and and then him introducing me to them. Okay. And uh, it was kind of with them. I was like, yo, like you know, these these guys are dope. We gotta we gotta let the world hear what they're doing. Uh-huh. And um, I just started researching and kind of you know going along as we went, figuring right. shit out. Okay, yeah, and, yeah. Um, that's what's up. Yeah, that's yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, basically, yeah. it's been a long, came yeah. a long way. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Damn, that's what's up, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. I never even had a manager. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, tell me, didn't you and Bennett have it, like, one situation? We were working with a label, but we didn't have, like, a certain manager. They were, like, letting us use the studio and stuff, and oh, they, yeah. they were letting us use the engineer and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. they were, and they were paying for it, but we never, like, were actually working with the manager or any management under them. I feel that. Yeah. That's that's a that's a good point you say about management, man. Um, a lot of artists, like I think the biggest misconception of like management is somebody that's gonna front the budget. You know what I mean? That's that's I get that a lot of times, and and people ask me to manage, and then the next phone call is, yeah, I want to do this. Can you put X amount on it? Yeah, right. And I mean, you know, for me personally, if I believe in it, you know, I'm I'll I'll do what I can to help. But just to just to clear things up, a manager is not funding. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, it's someone yeah. that's gonna help you one manage your budget, yeah. help you manage your product, help you market your product, and make sure that you get yourself placed in the right situation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, they were they were basically just giving us the funding, but there was nobody that actually managing us. Mm. There was yeah. There was nothing like that. Yeah. They were just funding us an engineer and giving us the studio to use. So what you said, I can definitely agree to that. It took me a while to like learn that. Yeah. And it's not even 
not even a frustration like with you, like when working with you, but it's just like you never understand. You just hear these words as an artist, yeah. especially when you're starting. You don't really right. understand the ins and outs of like the business and stuff like yeah. that. No, I get it. I get it. And it's like it's um in Richmond, man. It's a it's a it's a, I feel like it's a need for more education, especially yeah, definitely. just kind of you know people to kind of lead, guide, and direct. We're such a we're such an art driven city. Whether it's music, whether it's regular art, whether it's photography, cinematography, um, you know, Richmond's a, a, a art a artsy city. We're very art driven, so we need people on the other side, you know, of it like me to kind of help navigate. You know what I mean? What to what to do with it? Yeah, you created all this art. You know, if you were, if you were an artist, you spent X amount of dollars on studio time. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> now what? I got I got tracks. Now what? So you know that's kind of that's kind of the role that that I'm, I'm I'm playing you know throughout the throughout the city, mm -hmm. um, building my own brand, building my own clientele, and then of course you know it's it's all love. So if I can help out where I can, I'm, I do what I can. Uh, tell us a little more about the show up to blow up. Show up to blow up. Um, show up to blow up is a showcase, mm -hmm. an artist showcase and competition. Um, basically, what it is is it's a it's a platform. It's a growing platform that me and my staff put together to kind of give artists a, a a venue to to come to. You know, show their art. Um, it's a competition. So basically, mm -hmm. how it works is it's not just you know. Folks coming, you know, you remember back in the day, Hop, um, we did a showcase, and when you get there, you sign up, and you wait all night, and you yeah. might perform, you yeah. might not perform, <laughs> and you sitting there like, yo, what am I going on? It was nice in Atlanta, man. Bro, it's, it's, it's crazy, though. Yeah, even worse. And, you know, you came in, you supposed to be on the show, and they not even letting you in the club. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, can, it can get crazy. Yeah. But Show Up and That's Blow Up is, is a little different. It's, it's much more organized. Um... We pre we pre screen music, so it's a selection process. You actually got to be selected to be on the show. Um, so we do we go through the selection process. Um, if selected, you get the opportunity to perform. It's three rounds, three songs, one winner. So basically, you know, you do your first round, you make it to the next round, and then you make it to the finals. You know, you, you get prizes at each level. So um, this year we're doing it at, at Good Times RVA, the okay. hottest city in the club, uh, hottest club in the city right now. Um, so shout out to, to Good Times for you know allowing us to come through, and um, you know we got blessed with that. Um, right now we're actually in the process of finalizing everything. You should be seeing some marketing at Show Up to Blow Up. Um, email music to Show Up to Blow Up Showcase at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Um, and that's kind of how you'll get that information. We will respond to all correspondence. Correspondence. You got a date for the people? Oh, dang, my bad. 1026, <laughs> October 26. Hey. Yes, yes, October 26. Um, it's a Saturday. Saturday? Okay. And then we're also doing something different, um, fellas. We're doing a, a workshop prior to. So like we spoke about the education piece, we got we got some industry insiders. Everything's on the hush right now until they're announced. But we got some industry insiders that we're working with going to come through to the artists that selected on the show. They're going to come through and give them some tips on how to monetize everything that they're doing. Okay. You know, talk publishing, talk royalties, talk, you know, everything, again, with the business side, because there's so much more to it than just creating music. Definitely. Yeah, that's dope. And that's good, because, yeah, a lot of artists around here can use that education. Me, myself included, using education on shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, always. Like I was saying last podcast, there's a lot of people making dope art, dope art around here, but they don't really know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's definitely all. How good. would you how would you say to 
how do you best gauge how to give like input on artists when it comes to like creativity oh, and how man. they would um, like for, like make an album or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that can be that can be touchy sometimes, man. Because mm -hmm. one thing I've learned about artists is that they can be sensitive about their craft, which is natural because y'all put your heart, you put your soul, you put your blood, you put your sweat, your tears into it. So to have somebody come in and that's not emotionally, um, let's say emotionally tied to the to the project, mm -hmm. uh, their job is to come in and say, okay, what's the best way to to, to monetize it? That's that's the that's the goal for somebody like me. Mm -hmm. um, so when it comes to the creative process, me personally, um, what me and my staff do is we have a conversation with an artist. What's we, we try to figure out what your goals. Are your goals to make money? Are your goals to create an organic fan base? Um, which route do you want to go? Because as the artist, I feel like I don't want to take that process from you. You just got to let me know oh shit, what it is you're trying to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Because that will determine how I go. That will determine if we need to do something with your image, if we want to you know, market you to a specific demographic. You know what I mean? That's going to pay for shows. Mm -hmm. It's, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of science analytics to it. You know what I mean? Like, um, for example, I give y'all a quick stat. I don't know if y'all know, uh, but the number one demographic of people who pay for tickets to shows are white women, Caucasian women, the ages of thirty five between twenty three and thirty five. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, white girls love going to the festivals and shit and all that and doing all yeah. that. Yeah. They love the culture, and that's and that's hip hop shows. They love they love the culture um, because you know it's just it's I don't know yeah I guess you know I don't want to be too impolitically correct or whatever however you want to put it, but we don't buy music. We'll bootleg it, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But you know that's just that's this is kind of the conversation that I have with the artist man. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that. that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Especially streaming and stuff now. Yeah, nobody's buying music anymore. Right. It's kind of ridiculous. Right. Not ridiculous, but streaming is just so much easier made for, you know, the common cloud and all that shit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So most people are looking at it like, well, I'm going to keep spending $10 for albums dropping any week and shit. Yeah. But I can just pay 10 a month for the service. That's right. Get anything. That's right. Yeah. That's Did right. you feel like you had to adjust to the streaming game? Uh. Because I know some artists, artists they sh they seem to struggle from when it became like CDs into streaming. And I wonder, like, does management like have like that type of issue as well, trying to find some like new things as far as like streaming? Yeah, that's a that's a dope question because the whole playlist game right now is crazy. Yeah. And um, you know, when you and I was working together. I don't even. I don't even think it was like Spotify. I didn't need. Yeah, it wasn't really like. Or it was, or it was new on the scene. I mean, we started. We were still passing out CDs. It was still, and right, right, right. Yeah, to I was doing that whole little bit. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, oh, I remember doing that. So it is an adjustment because you have to do things a little bit differently. Um, one thing I realize is that nowadays the music matters less. People want to really know the artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where like, 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 like platforms like this, you know, different blogs, blogs, um, you know, uh, 
IG stories and, 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 and different episodes of, of a day in a life, you know, for, for so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are important because really nowadays shit, it don't it don't necessarily you don't necessarily gotta have dope music or what's considered dope music. If I fuck with you as a person, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stream your music. Yeah. And I'm gonna go tell everybody else to stream your music. Yeah. Um so as you know, to your to your point or to your question, yes, the adjustment isn't necessarily the music side is how can I sell or how can I package everything else? Because now I gotta sell the artist. Okay. I more so that. than the music. Yeah, definitely not. That does sound challenging. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's okay. hard, bro. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard. Especially when yeah. Mad Names is born. Right. It's like, <laughs> right. I'm supposed to market this nigga that just be on drugs and lean and shit all the time. It's mm. hard, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's definitely a science to it nowadays, bro. And, and, and everything's an algorithm, you know, <laughs> um, for lack of a better term. Yeah. But it's not impossible, though. You just got to be willing to adjust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, you got to be willing to adjust to the climate. Mm. So, you know. Yeah. I remember one time I gave a nigga a CD. Like 2012, <laughs> I saw him like a week later. He was like, "Hey, boy, I ain't got nobody to listen to this shit." You gave me. Yeah, that's why this shit was changing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, "Damn, I'm what like, you mean?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. that might have been the last CD I gave out. <laughs> yeah, it. Like, okay, I believe it. Yeah, I had to upgrade to SoundCloud by then. Quick. Yeah, Quit. I remember when I first got on SoundCloud too. I was like, "Okay, this shit's kind of hot." <laughs> nah, nobody really fuck with SoundCloud anymore. Yeah, do, but yeah, that's a, that's another tool. Um. Uh, things like sonic bids. Uh, it's it's a lot of technology out here that you know people can use or artists can use that'll that'll tell you you know what part of the country mm-hmm. your music is being listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when you again when like when you're booking shows, it's no need to book a show in L.A. when 90% of your listeners are in Fresno. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But everybody want I want to go to L.A. I want to go to L.A. because it's L.A. Mm-hmm. But for what to say you? Been to LA, yeah, you flex yeah. on Instagram and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of people. No, I definitely <laughs> agree to that. Um, yeah. Distro Kid has that. Like, I use Distro Kid. Yeah, you showed me that the other day. Yeah, yeah it shows you the map as far as like the streamings. But yeah, that's a great like, tool. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, you know, that's, that's that's the kind of stuff, you know, we'll go in depth that show up to blow up about. Um, for the, you know, for the artists that are selected, you'll get to go through a, a, a course or a discussion forum, seminar, all the same shit. We're going to be dropping knowledge, you know what I mean? Um, so that way you can actually leave with something. I hear that. Um, you know, so. That's cool. That um, debate you were talking about earlier, um, you were saying you had with Keith. Yes. What yes, was your yes. perspective on that? Um, all right, so Keith Black and myself. Keith Black, everybody know Keith Black, engineer, photographer. Uh, you know, he does the videos. He actually shot the first show up to blow up. Um so him and I were having a debate about a good showcase versus a bad showcase. And um, basically, my perspective on that hop was if if an artist can remember that showcase a year later or remember that experience a year later or people are still talking about it a year later, then it's, it's valuable. Because that means that you made an impression with that artist, whether you participated in it or just came as a spectator. And so, you know... You know, a lot of people be like, yo, I ain't trying to really, you know, pay no bread to do a showcase. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it because there are a lot of people out here who putting on showcases and it's some bullshit. Yeah. And you can tell it's some bullshit. Yeah. But the difference between those showcases and show up to blow up is when you walk in the venue, you know it's not bullshit. When you leave, you're going to continue to talk about it. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People are gonna ask me when's the next one. Um, so yeah, I just I just think you gotta you gotta pick and choose where you spend your money if you're an artist. But um, showcases are good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like to the the, the, the bullshit showcase. The worst case scenario, you just practice your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get you, you're perfecting your craft. You're getting better with your show, with your uh, stage presence, right. with your show experience. So I think you kind of made the point when you hit me back and was like, yeah, like for whatever, you, it's what the artist makes it. Yeah. So if you sitting there all night and they call you up at one o'clock and ain't nobody in the crowd, rock that bitch like it was a hundred fifty thousand in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I always try to approach it. Yeah. Like I told you, um, through that, like early on, like at first I felt like you hear the names of like where the judges and stuff are affiliated, like Maybach Music, all that stuff. I remember like the first time we went to the national that yeah. time yeah. and performed at a bunch of people and you try hard to put a good performance on for them. Yeah. But now I just feel like I just wanna put the best live performance out that I can and work on that. I feel like that's another that's another it's another part of yeah. just being an artist. Yeah. So try to make the best of that as, as much as I can. Yeah, right. too, bro. Yeah, I feel like doing stuff like that too. Just another way to make you more comfortable with yourself yeah. as an artist and as a performer. Definitely, that's yeah. it, man. That's really all it is. It's all practice. It is. You know, how can you expect to 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 sell out? You know, the national if you can't get everybody to fill up a spotlight. Like sliders, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like where it's like 200 square feet. Yeah. You know, like one thing with show up and blow up. You know, yes, yeah, it's it's a, it's a fee to pay, but we give you the opportunity to make your money back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Off of selling tickets. No, so if you don't have 20 people that'll come to your show, then you might be in the wrong business. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just it's just kind of like food for thought, man. I mean, it's no it's no shade, but that's kind of what I what I'm trying to do is is help people understand that. At, at some point you gotta come out of the booth, you know what I mean? Yeah. At some point you gotta come out of the booth yeah. and you gotta get out into the streets and you gotta talk to people, you gotta do shows and if nothing's going on right now, you can't afford to get to Atlanta, you can't afford to get to Miami and all you can do right now is these bullshit showcases, do them, mm-hmm. do them. Cause you never know who's in the crowd, you don't know who ever put this show together, who they're connected to, yeah. that might could, you know, invite them and they're in the crowd and never said a word, mm-hmm. you know? So, again, man, I, I just, I encourage it. So, yeah, that's right. Thanks. What would you say uh, is the biggest challenge that most Richmond artists have now? Like, <sighs> yeah. That's a really good question. Um, I would have to say the peer-to-peer support. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like just showing mutual respect and love. I, I tell you, one thing I hate, one thing I hate, bro, is if I'm at a showcase and an artist goes up and he has his people in the showcase or whatever, the artist goes up, they, you know, they got their crowd that they've traveled with or they've come with, that artist goes up. And everybody fucking leaves. That shit pisses me off, dog. Used to hate saying that <laughs> because it's it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, like, bro. Like, you know, if you're an artist, you know the struggle, you know the grind. Mm-hmm. So why not stay and support that artist? Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I think the I think the biggest is, is the peer to peer, you know, support um, enrichment. 
Um, I think that, you know, everybody's kind of clicked up. Everybody's doing the same thing. I'm doing, I'm doing it over here. We're doing it over here. They're doing it back here. Mm. And everybody's, you know, every, hey, I don't want nothing. Yeah. They're like, get, get away from me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This, 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 this squad, this clique only. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But y'all ain't, ain't doing nothing. But let's say your, your clique has a, a specialty or a certain type of sound or skill mm. that, that complements this clique over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all in the same session or happen to be, you know, maybe working in Studio A and they working in Studio B. Yeah. If I hear what's coming out of that studio is dope, I'm going to go see what the fuck going on. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we might create a hit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we're, we're very uh, tunnel vision. We got, we got tunnel vision in Richmond. Definitely. Yeah. What would you say are ways of stopping that? I mean, obviously, it's simple just taking somebody to, to reach out. Yeah. But, like, other ways of bringing everybody together. Like, you feel like that's something you could do with the show to blow up? That's the goal. Like, like, like for real. Um, you know, it's consistency. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I did it. I did show The first show to blow up was last July. And it's, it's taken me a year to kind of, make the decision to jump back in and really, really do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. like do it for real. Um, because I got such a good response. So, you know, platforms like Show Up and Blow Up is one. Things like what y'all are doing is another way. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, y'all put Breakfast with the Jetsons together and I saw y'all had Slum, Slum Cartel. Shout out to Slum on here last Shout episode. Um, you know what I mean? And so he's going to pass that on. You know what I mean? And then some I'm I'm gonna pass my episode on, somebody else gonna pass it on. So, um I, I do feel like we're in the beginning the, the beginning stages of that of that renaissance of everybody kinda coming together. Mm-hmm. But we just gotta kinda get out of our own way. Um another thing is is I understand we all trying to make money, but sometimes money shouldn't make the decision whether or not you work with somebody. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? No, like, I don't know if if it, if it's organic and it's real, and I like what you do. Yeah, I might have this fee, but I fuck with what you're doing. So if I have something, a service, a skill that enhance what you're doing, and we might can get more money together. Mm-hmm. I might come down on the price, or I might not charge you at all. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. So I think those are two things, man. Just everybody trying to do it on an island to themselves mm-hmm. and then we always we so focused on chasing the bad the short term bad mm-hmm. we miss the big picture right yeah how would you how do you best juggle um dealing with that family life <laughs> and like having to put on like juggling dealing with artists putting on show to blow up yeah <laughs> that's hard because <laughs> the two lifestyles don't really match yeah. you know what I mean um you know, I got I got two beautiful kids and a beautiful wife, so um, they support me. That's that's first and foremost. They support what I do, mm-hmm. um, so that that makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I I pick and choose. You know, um, I pick and choose what I do. Um, if it's if it's a strategic move, like if I need to if I need to get out the house for the night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know I, I need to, I need to do this versus some bullshit yeah. that I might want to. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's really just balancing. Um, but you know. The, that's that's a great question, man. Because I know a lot of people kind of have that issue because you got you got two realities: you're chasing a dream, right? Because the chance of making the industry is slim. 
Be real. Yeah. It's, um, and then you got your reality of, of your nine to five, working every day. Some people got kids, some people got, you know, families, whatever the case may be. So to your point, how do you balance it, man? And, and, and really, you got to merge the two. You got to merge the two. You got to, you know, like I make I make my family a part of everything I do. You know, so we hit, like, if we're going to hit a show, taking the wife, you might drop the kids off, but, you know, she's coming along. You know, we're going we gonna to do it together. Um, with, with the nine to five, I know what I'm aspiring to do. So right now, this is paying the bills. Then I'm going to do what I need to do to pay the bills, but that just means I might have to get off, go home, and work all night on my dream. So it's just, you know, it's 24 hours in a day, dog. So you just got to make sure you're spending your time wisely. Yeah. Yeah. For that. So you and I'll be hitting the wife with the, yeah, I'm at the studio for the night. <laughs> Not the whole <laughs> night. I fuck yeah, out nigga, of I don't, I don't rap. I don't <laughs> Too hard. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that the case with this? 
Nah, I don't think so. It's really not that bad. Schmick Moore plays uh, Raekwon. He's probably the best on that. He's really good. Yeah, but he's actual he's actual actor actor though. Got it. But yeah, he was killing that shit. Yeah, 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 definitely gotta check that shit out. We'll do, sure. we'll do, we'll do. Yeah, man, yeah. Oh, real quick, jump, man. The DJs, they still are valuable. Like even in the streaming world, like DJs are still valuable. So if you, if you, DJ streaming their own music, now. right? So they are, they are. Right. Um, matter of fact, a local artist. Um, last night I heard her track, uh, Yay song, Slay with Yay. Uh, DJ Skull just threw her in the mix, and the shit sounded beautiful. Um, so, you know, shout out to her. But, yeah, the DJs are still a, 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 a very valuable piece of the puzzle because they're the ones rocking the clubs. They're the ones on the radio. Mm -hmm. So if a DJ fuck with your track, and they throw it in their mix, and, you know what I'm saying, they're going to, they, you know, they got DJ friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. People start asking, you know, what, you know what, I heard that, da, 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 I heard that on your set, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's just another way to circulate your shit. So yeah. don't forget about the DJs. Definitely. definitely. I'll never show the DJs, bro. Let me take a break real quick. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Whew. This thing, like, records in, like, 30 minutes. Like, that's cool. Good. Yeah. Oh, we, we straight, yeah. We straight, bro. Yeah. It's a good 29 minutes, bro. Hey, so I just got, um, I don't know if y'all want to say this for the footage, but G Sambo manager just hit me back. And uh, he doing features for it. Did you want to? Oh, yeah, 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 nah, we good. Um, uh, nah, I'm a, I, I think I might hold it on. All right, 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 right. <laughs> just know, get that. Yeah, yeah, not get yet. That. Yeah. Just, just know, just know that, um, you know, some, some, very important people with some of the hottest people in the city um, just hit my mind. Oh, that's uh, you know, yeah. not, not to boast or brag, but it's just, you know, it's, it's really, and that's the shit I'm talking about, man. Like, you know, just, you never know who's connected to who and who knows who. Facts. So to cut, you know, cut somebody out and not work, um, you know, it, it, you might be, you might be missing out on the opportunity, mm -hmm. but um, just know, show up and blow up, you're doing big things. Big things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, I'm gonna be out there. What made you want to get into just the music business in general? I think music is the greatest thing God created. You know what I'm saying? I just, I can't rap, I can't sing. Um, I was in a rap group in high school. That's my dad. You was 16. Uh, yeah, nah, nah, nah. I ain't finna embarrass myself, man. Hey, nigga had a quick one. You know, I, was, I had this conversation with my wife the other day, you know, and I realized I kind of been doing this since elementary school. I put a, I put a, a music group together in elementary school. And, um, you know, of course, I mean, it was elementary school, so it was, it was, I mean, it was pretty dope, though. You know, I ain't gonna front. You know, yeah. My man would kick the beats on the, on the table and hey. stuff. And, and my, my homegirl was saying, anyway, that's, you know, but that was yeah. elementary school. And then we did another rap group in high school. We used to record at the spot before, yeah, I don't, 
Uh, you might remember when it was across the street from the science museum. Mm, I, ain't, I ain't been away for that long. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, it's, this, it was, <laughs> it was, this was like, this was like two, I graduated oh four. This was like 2002, 2003. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's when the spot, you know, before they became like the spot. Oh. Um, anyway, you know what I mean? So we used to record there. So I just, I really kind of been dibbling and dabbling in music my you whole life. the Broadbury? Is it the Broadbury now? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, that was that was a minute ago. Um, so yeah, man. So I mean, back to the point. It's just I just I just love everything about it, man, and and, and all genres. Just you know how artists can you know put lyrics to a melody. You know what I mean? And 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 just create. Just to, like I love to be in the studio, even though I'm not gonna be in there all night. <laughs> um, I love to be in the studio and just around the creation process, man. And then, yeah. you know, it's like you go in with nothing, or you might have a concept, you might have a beat, and then you come out with something beautiful, mm. man. That's 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 art, you know. So I just I got a I got a real passion. I love the way music can make people feel. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, a lot of times a song can make you remember. A moment in time, yeah. Like yeah, a song yeah, come on, you like, oh shit, I was doing yeah. this, or I was at this point in my life. Yeah. yeah, man. So like, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing, man. So I just, I want to be around it, and I want to help artists get that shit out to the world for real, because man, people need to hear it. Definitely. People need to hear it. Yeah, definitely. That's true. Yeah. Definitely got some albums I can't listen to because it reminds me of a bad time. My you see it on some yeah. You can't even listen to yeah. this shit, dog. Yeah, man, that's the that's the great thing about it, man, and, and it's it, it don't it don't even it don't even matter. You know, you're gonna have people who like it, people who hate it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To each his own, but that's the beauty of it. Who would you say um, most influenced you in like as far as getting into music, uh, just music in general? Man, I'm a I'm a huge Diddy fan. Okay, I'm a huge Diddy fan. Um, yeah, and you know I know he got the reputation of an asshole, but you know, everything that man touched kind of turned to gold in my eyes, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was very influential. Um, I was a big Making the Band fan. The original. The original. Uh, wow, the band too was the best one. <laughs> yeah, bro. Shout out to my nigga Fred. Nobody know where he at. Nobody know where Um, yeah, man. So, yeah, Diddy. Um, and, and of course, P. Master P, man. Just, yeah. just what, what he did. For the for the culture, man. It's yeah. just Master P don't get enough props at all, man. Nah, he definitely got it. at all, dog. Nah. I mean, he's he's the he's the he's the original independent artist. He's yeah. the original independent hip hop artist. Anything about that? Yeah, like from really literally from the ground up, no major label, hustling CDs out his trunk. Okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, and just you know invested in himself. So yeah, P P and Diddy, man. That's those those are my my two, you know, role models in this 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 music entrepreneurship shit. So with that being said, what you fucking with that Fresh Play album? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yo, hold on, Fresh Play is fire. No, I ain't even got no idea that shit, bro. For the record, I said entrepreneur, not artist. Yo, hold on, but then he has some hits, bro. Oh, then he had a couple hits, bro. I got I got them bad boy tapes. You know what I'm saying? Diddy Dirty Money, you know what I'm saying? That shit was fire, bro. That's probably one of the best albums you put out. Yeah, yeah, real shit, real shit. Nah, I ain't hating on it. Yeah, man, so yeah, shout out to them, bro. Do you feel like there's a, a difference uh, when it comes to managing um, 
a, like a hip hop artist versus a different type of genre? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be candid. Most hip hop artists, especially earlier in their careers, are, can be a little bit more difficult to work with than other other genres. Um, I haven't been able really to figure out why, but I mean it's it's not a it's, it's I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I'm you know just you know just to answer your question, mm -hmm. they just tend to be a little bit more challenging and like um, it may go back to what I said earlier about having their mindset on what they want and not really being open to suggestions yeah. as to where like other um, genres, uh, they just they just want to do the music, so they'll put everything else in somebody else's hands. As to where most hip hop artists, they kind of want to, you know, their, their image, their brand, their their homeboys, their clip. It's, it's, just, it's, a, it's a lot of, this is a lot of shit that come yeah, along with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it can, it can just be more challenging, but the kids, the kids just, you know, getting buy-in. And I get it because also what comes along with the hip hop genre are a lot of like shady promoters or you know, janky managers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look at look at history, look at, you know, what happened to TLC, look, you know what I'm saying? Just look yeah. at look at that shit. So I, I I get it. Like I get it. Why? Because, you know, they it's, it's a chance it's a <laughs> that you might just get fucked over. Yeah. Um but it's just all about, you know, the relationship, you know what I mean? It's 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 really it's the relationship, bro. Like transparency. You know, you gotta everybody gotta understand the intentions. And um, go from there. So, would you say, um, as far as music, yeah. do you look more into sonics or lyrics? <clears throat> so my ear is weird, right? Mm -hmm. And I can I can break a song down and like a song for different elements. So like. I wish I uh, an example will probably comes to me later. Um, you know, I, I might love a beat, lyrics might be horrible. Or uh, love a beat, lyrics are horrible, but that artist is riding the shit out the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's 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 just however you know whether it's a um, you know quote unquote mumble rap, but yeah, you know, like example, the baby. I just I love his flow. His, his flow is very is very bouncy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everything kind of sounds the same for the most part, but that shit make you every time it come on, you can't help but the but the rock to that shit. So I I, I respect him for that. No, um, so I, I, but I I tell you what I do what I do like though I like the art of rapping. Like I think like Eminem, you know what I mean? Jordan Lucas, like that shit. Like for a motherfucker to just. Throw up all over a beat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and just you know put bars together. Yeah. yeah, that shit blow my mind. So, yeah, I mean it just it just really kind of all depends, man. I, I, I that's what I was telling you. I love it all, and I love it. I love it all for different reasons. Yeah. What did you say? Um, Who had the best album this year? Best album this year. Oh. For me, it's still Ari Lennox and Anderson Pack. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like I like I like Anderson Pack. Yeah. Um. 
I would have to go with, and I, I, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, so y'all let me know if, if, if you know, please feel free to correct me. Uh, Khalid? Khalid. Um, yeah, it's maturation process bro um so what you get from an older artist that you don't get from a younger artist is that an older artist has been through it you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so by the time I, I i start dealing with the older artist it's more so like this is what i want this is what i can do this is what i expect you know what i'm saying yeah. they, they've been through it they've been through the, the part of you know finding their sound they've been through the part of you know um, uh, 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 mistaken success for, you know, being able to get into a local club for free. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, like they've already, they've been there, they've done that. So like, by the time they kind of grown in the process, it's a little bit more, let's get down to business. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they can go into a booth and they know exactly what they want the engineer to do. They know exactly, you know what I'm saying? What they want to do. So it's just, it's just a natural process. It's, it's a process yeah, yeah. as to where like younger younger artists, um, it's it's gonna take a little bit more because they might not know what sound they want to roll with for their first three projects. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you you know you might have planned a trip to push project two, and by the time you get to project number four, it's a completely different nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> it's just you know. So when it comes down to it, man, it's it's um, I. You can appreciate it both because the younger artists, you know, you can help mold, and the older artists is is a little bit more turnkey, where you know they probably put out a couple projects that didn't do well, and and they're they're a bit more open. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's it's um it's just a it's just a, the the transformation of art, the evolution really. I hear that. Yeah. That's the job. Yeah. This is a really good conversation, brothers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bad. I'm tired of shit out here. But <laughs> I keep forgetting what I, I'm always in need of forgetting what I'm about to say before I say it. So I'm like, yeah, be so like uh, that, man. Do that lady like black the fuck out. Yeah, I haven't all the fucking time. But let me see. Let me get you top three favorite rappers. I was going to do top five, but okay. let me get the top three. Top three. 
top three. I'm doing uh, shit. Uh, any any order or? Nah, you gotta put it in order. That makes it top three. Yeah, it do. It do. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Wayne first. Okay. Old Wayne, new Wayne, mixtape Wayne, 2008 Wayne. Yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, it's like it's, it, it's a lot of Wayne's, right? Yeah. Um, Man, Wayne. <laughs> I mean, ten year old Wayne, right. <laughs> hot boys Wayne, yeah, Wayne, Wayne, yeah, Watch yeah, Wayne. man, um, Wayne, uh, damn, listen, I hate this question, man. It's, it's, it's three, um, Wayne, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, um, I'm, I'm still a, I, I just like, a, I just respect his his ability, Eminem. Okay. His ability, bro, just yeah, it's always looking crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he, a couple of projects, you know, kind of let me down. But but when it just comes to raw spitting, yeah, I saw that shit. What's my man said that, that he doesn't belong to hip hop or some shit like that. Somebody said who lost that? Eminem. Oh, but no, he don't belong yeah. to hip hop. Uh, <laughs> you talking about Lord Jamar? Lord Jamar. Man, I can't stand Lord yeah. Jamar. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy for him to say that. I mean. <laughs> I was about to say, wait, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, I'll be having my opinions on him, but, like, I'll never say Eminem doesn't belong in hip-hop. I, I look at Eminem's career, and I have a different opinion versus when I was a little kid and I versus her Eminem. Yeah. Like, I feel like him and Nicki Minaj, it's, it's a couple artists, but those two mainly yeah. went through, like, a struggle period through, I would say, the streaming slash, like, cloud transition. Like with the internet, like fucking, like I could tell like certain things in their rollout felt different than what I normally felt. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like I can't like pinpoint exactly what about it, but it seems something like with when it hit that streaming layer and shit became about like clout and shit, like there wasn't much of a, a respect on their name, mm -hmm. like as mm -hmm. it's been for years. For me, for Eminem, I just, I've come to a point when I look at music, I don't go to it for the bars. You remember, like, when I first started rapping, I used to just push heavy on just bars. Yeah. I want to say the most, like, yo, this is going to shock people, boom, yeah, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was learning yeah. a lot of hell, but at the same time, like, I grew up to a point where I was like, yo, I'm not saying anything really. Like, I'm, yeah. like I mean, I, I feel like I crafted my lyricism, like, but I was like, yo, let me use these, like, skills for something else and to say something. Yeah. And I just felt like I wanted to do that. And I felt like Eminem did that for a few projects, but I feel like when he got to Marshall Mathers LP2, it was just him just trying to prove that he's the best rapper, like, lyrically. And I was like, well, you don't have to prove that. And I just don't like to listen to that. I, yeah. just, I still feel like he gets a bad rap. Yeah. It's unnecessary, but, like, I, mean, I don't have... I don't feel like I want to listen to that. And when he did it with Revival, I feel like he did try to put content like that was thought provoking but the way he went about it I didn't really like and I didn't really agree with him. yeah I mean I guess what it comes down to is Eminem I guess is one of those artists that would have benefited from just if he retired a little bit earlier uh, I could I could agree with that if he retired agree with that. if he retired like late 2010s or whatever I mean yeah, like a little bit before 2010 he would be a lot higher on people's list yeah yeah 100% yeah. yeah how did you feel about Nicki Minaj retiring I remember last year I hit you up when she dropped the Queen album because you said it was a classic. I, yeah. I went and listened to it 
I still don't feel like it's classic level, and I don't feel like it's the best project she's had. But okay. that was definitely not a bad album. Yeah, yeah, the way that rolled out, that's another example. The way that rolled out with the whole Travis Scott like situation and all that, like I feel like it just made her look worse than than she is, and people just, I don't know, it's just the whole internet shit. Yeah. But how do you feel about her retirement? Do you feel mm-hmm. like there's more to that, or do you feel like she really wants to just stop this and taking a break? Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it. Let me see. You know, shit, Pink Friday came out. What, 2011, 2012? Something like that. Yeah, right, so almost 10 years ago. Yeah. And think about how long she had been doing music prior to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Nicky Lewinsky. I mean, what else? What else really is there left for her to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Like, I mean, I think I think when you look at female rappers, um, it's always just going to be that handful. You know what I mean? Like of of legends, I, I should say. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, does that sound sexist? Uh, I mean, um, I guess right now you can say that. <laughs> but with the amount of uh, women rappers that are coming out now, in ten years, twenty years, it's it's going to be some yeah, more. But I mean, right yeah. now you got yeah. low count. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like it wasn't enough that were put in the mainstream like back then. Cause me growing up, that's all I heard. Um, Charlie Baltimore, Foxy Brown, Eve. Little Kim, Eve, and now I feel like I don't know. It's just like that with a lot of like things that women are involved with, like sports. Like right. they didn't get those opportunities right. early. Right. Now they're actually getting yeah, these yeah. opportunities. Like I don't know. But like, where do you feel like she ranks among those women? I think she's. I think she's gonna. So she solidify herself in the top five. Definitely top five. You know. I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's why. That's why I was I trying to. On that. Yeah, that's why I was trying to say like like she's gonna be mentioned as one of the best female MCs. You know, to to yeah. to, to bless us with music. Right. So I mean, when when she did it, I mean, shit. Everybody, everybody she got the biggest MCs in general. I mean, period. Like, <laughs> with that whole period of. When Young Money first came out, there was nobody seeing Drake or Nicki Minaj Man, at yeah, all. Yeah. That's another reason why uh, that Wayne shit. C C C O Wayne. Another yeah, yeah. Wayne. That was he, a big shit. Yeah. C O Wayne. He put together a fucking squad. Yeah. I mean, Drake and Nicki. And then yeah, because then when Drake even got to his second album, and Nicki started doing the pop shit, she got even bigger off that, making all that pop music and shit. Yeah. Well, I definitely think she's gonna flourish in like the media game. She gonna yeah. be in movies and shit out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's too yeah. big of a star just to not do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. So, yeah. So now I wasn't when 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 she retired. I was I was I was really indifferent because it was like okay, I've, I've you know everybody knows when it's time to hang up the cleats, the, the sneakers, or you tra- transition to another part of your your career. Yeah. I hear that. Oh yeah, let me ask you, uh, what do you think about this show Rhythm and Flow coming to Netflix? It's like a hip-hop show and all that shit, yeah. but I looked up some research and shit to it. So the artists that have made it on this show, they're signing deals like with Netflix. Like mm-hmm. signing over like rights to the music that they're making over there. They're not allowed to do anything outside of this while it's airing yeah. or while they were doing yeah. that yeah. shit. So they're basically signing like record deals with Netflix. So it's like a, like a talent search almost? Like yeah, a- basically. But everybody who's on that show basically had to sign a deal. Again, that's like uh, uh, to me, that's like a, a kudos to the, to the culture, mm-hmm. just because you got 
Netflix willing to to play in a sandbox for you know lack of a better term yeah. they probably typically wouldn't play in. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But they're signing. So basically, basically, you're saying they're signing like music deals. Yeah, with Net- like with so, Netflix. Yeah, they're not allowed yeah, to do any, They're not allowed to do anything outside of that while they're on this show. Okay. They're. I want to say that Netflix owns the music, all the music that they make on the show. Okay. Or they're going to, and yeah. Yeah, I, I think wow. I think that's dope. So like like when you compare it to um, what's the joint uh, Jermaine Dupri did um, with the kids, you know, it's working. Uh, I forgot uh, what you're talking about. I can't think. Of I can't remember. Damn, what's the name of it? Uh, well, he well, anyway, <laughs> he signed them to So So Death. Yeah. I guess is there is it a record label that they be signed to, or are they signing seen, to Netflix? I didn't see anything about a record label. Uh, they were so like signing to Netflix. Yeah, that's, that's like, crazy. Yeah, I was uh, like, I didn't. I didn't really understand that part. That was dope. Yeah, that was dope. That was wild. Do y'all think that's the next step in like big companies? Like how he said, like they're basically signed to Netflix, and we always have this talk about Disney, how they like took shit from Netflix and they're making their own. Y'all feel like it's gonna be like Disney label, like Disney's gonna have all their other shit. They're gonna have like boom label for music. You think Netflix gonna get into music? Apple, I feel like Apple might as well just make their own label. That'd be another lane for like, to get into. Like, I, I, do y'all feel like companies will start doing that? I can see them getting into that, uh, but I also at the same time, I feel like at this point, it would be hard to jump into a streaming service with music, and I feel like everybody's pretty solidified, whether they got Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be hard, or even fucking title. I see yeah. people walking out of that shit now, too. So, I feel like it would be harder to add another one to that equation. Yeah. You got four big ones. Yeah. And like, You'd have to you had to offer something spectacular you think, to get people to switch over. True. You think an artist could do kind of what Jay Z did and make one? Cause I never realized how big that was until I wanted to listen to some hoe one day and then it was just nowhere yeah, on Spotify. Yeah. Um, like, I be thinking about getting over that just so I can have them whole albums. Right. But I feel like it would be hard. It would it would just be hard to add that be yeah add a fifth major music app. Y'all think Drake could do it? Mm. It's actually six if you want to count YouTube music. Just have an OVO app and then he just take all his music away and just have an OVO app or something. Drake's probably big enough he could probably pull uh, something like I that off. I think he could. Because, yeah, like he was saying with the white girls, the white girls are going to get that Drake music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And me and Key were talking last night. He was just saying how big Drake was. It's just like... Drake the biggest artist out. Yeah. Like, I wish somebody would argue with me about strictly music. I wish somebody would tell me that nobody <laughs> bigger than that. Man. Exactly, bro. I mean, bigger yeah. than any legend you can think of. Only Ooh, person bigger is Tupac. It's crazy. Tupac and Hope. Strictly music. Yeah. I wouldn't even say. I yeah, think. Is Pac the big? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, damn. I want to say that. I want to get these numbers. Nah. Like, nah, nah. I got. I got to get a. I got to get some more coffee in me one day to have that one. All right. Who put out a back burger? Well, hold on to that. I almost came in here with a Pac shirt on today. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that's that's what I was gonna say. Like when it comes to Pac, Pac remind me of Bob Marley situation. You'll go overseas and you'll see little kids with T-shirts with them. Like yeah. that's a whole yeah. different level. Of, yeah. You yeah. out of here. Yeah. So, uh, what would y'all think about Cardi B being a host on that show? Uh, I, yo. I like I, I I like Cardi, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, respect what she do. Um, I don't even really got nothing negative to say. I mean, hey, like like do you? Like I remember watching her on Love and Hip Hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I the, the, the come up is real. Yeah, I don't have much to say on it. Um, I feel like Cardi B, like Cardi B, honestly is one of the best performers we have right now. Like, but like as an you artist, could, talent search. She's 
an artist with talent. You can't you can't <laughs> say that Cardi B doesn't have talent. Maybe she's not as technical, like lyric wise, but you can never argue she can't make a hit. She had an album yeah, full of like yeah. she can't like she can't help it. I feel like she can't help the situation that she was put in mm-hmm. like as a musician. Like yeah. before she got put into that Atlantic deal, I feel like she was actually out here making her own shit. Mm-hmm. Like. Still in the strip club, but still making making songs, trying to get out there. And she got into a position where she just became next up, and yeah. she flourished from it. Like I feel like I don't I don't know her writing situation. Like she might not write everything, but I feel like she writes a good portion of, of her shit. Like I feel like she probably has songs set up. She's big to the point where Atlantic probably got like a beat set up for her. They like yo, we got this like dope ass melody you can roll with the hook. Boom. It like the but like, I, but yeah. I can't. She she probably has a good eye for somebody who can perform. Like if she could get on a stage and just yeah. like just yeah. rock that shit, twerk, walk around, <laughs> rap. But like for like a, it's she's a she's a personality. Yeah, she's you know like so that's what I was gonna tell. She she made it really easy for labels to be a marketer. Yeah, yeah, it's like, an easy job it's, on labels. It's, really. that's, that's, Hey, you talk you talk about packaging. That shit, that shit was ready to go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Nowadays, you need that as especially artist. her coming from a reality show. Oh man, yeah, was, yeah. 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 she already so, got training. So that's, that. that's what she's getting paid for. I mean, her personality, but you know, shit, the music is dope, mm. and her personality. She already knew how to be an entertainer. Yeah, bingo. like <laughs> bingo. I guess the way I look at it is just uh, I'm thinking of like. The people in the show think let's they're gonna have like writer writers on the show, like niggas that's really out there emceeing. And to have somebody like Cardi judging you, you know that's not their lane or that's not what they do, having them judge you on that side of things. I, I see, see that. I can see artists being sensitive to that. I see yeah. that, but I still feel like if I go in there, I'm gonna have to attack it on all cylinders mm-hmm. if I'm trying to win. I mean, yeah, if, if, if this show, I'm like, I feel like they do a good job with the hosting as far as you got TI, you got. Chance you got her because there's three different perspectives on music, but I might not be in the pop like lane like Cardi, but I'm still need to appeal. I don't need to appeal to it, but if I'm on this show, I feel like I'm trying to win. That's what I need to do to be on the show. Like, I, if I don't give a fuck about that and I don't subscribe to that, I wouldn't even win on that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I know there's probably gonna be some people that have conflict with her, but. I mean, you signed up for the show, so you you gotta like work as best you can. That's facts, man. It's, I mean, you know, I'm gonna give y'all another shameless plug, but you know, that's kind of where the concept for Show Up and Blow Up came in. It's it's like, you know, eventually I would love to to uh, to for it to get to the point to where okay, yeah, like it's it's it's, it's some type of, of show is recorded. It's it's a it's a consistent, you know, what I mean, global talent search type deal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, everybody wants to like go to ATL, go to Miami, go out to LA. Mm-hmm. Man, we got so much here in Richmond, man. I, let's let's make people come here. Yo, which is probably gonna be the most popular song. Exactly. Yeah, probably will. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's just it's just about it's just about creating a platform, man. And mm-hmm. and even even with the show show the blow up, the concept is, you know, I'm starting in Richmond, but I'm I'm trying to take it to down down to the beach, down to Virginia Beach. Then we're gonna do something in Northern Virginia. Okay. Then we're going out west. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole market. Like I'm talking, I'm talking about like Western Virginia, like Charlottesville, Waynesboro, Roanoke area. Everybody's creating music all over the state. Definitely. And so I'm just I'm really tired of Virginia being overlooked um, 
as a as a state that has real artists. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know what though? I I retract that statement because we're not being overlooked. Because what's happening is these ma uh, major labels and executives they're coming through and they're picking out the songwriters. They're picking out the dope producers. They're taking them out to L.A. You know what I mean? They're taking them down to Atlanta, and we get no love for it. We got two of the greatest R&B icons. <laughs> Yeah, from Virginia, dog. Like yeah. when you talk R and B, Trey Song and Chris Brown are gonna come up in the conversation. D'Angelo, 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 they're gonna come up in the conversation globally, and they're they're from they're from Virginia. Yeah. Pharrell, Missy, I was even there too. Yeah, VA, Timbo, Timbo, VA. So you know, show up to blow up is is really more than just you know putting niggas on stage. Like show up to blow up is putting the rest of the country on notice that is some shit in VA that y'all need to come see about. Would you uh, take it outside of VA? Yeah, I take it outside. I take you, it outside. You see that in the short term or like the long term? Um, <clears throat> probably, I would say three to five years. Okay. You know what I mean? So I guess more so like midterm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I probably do, you know, first couple rounds, couple years, three years, you know, in VA. And then look you know look at different you know different avenues to, to take it to different cities mm -hmm. you know um i you know i, I did uh, i had a homeboy who did coast to coast you know it's sim similar setup to kind of like what coast to coast is yeah um thing with coast to coast what happened is really nothing you know what i mean like yeah. like nothing really comes of it and mm -hmm. so what happens is when you stretch yourself and you you got a coast to coast in every city now it becomes a little watered down. Now you got to hire more staff. Now mm -hmm. it's just now I'm just having this showcase mm -hmm. based off the name. Yeah. And everybody's paying all this money based off the name versus it actually having value. Um, so with show up to blow up, I want to keep the I want to keep the 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 uh, what's another word for realness? <laughs> um, authenticity. Perfect. Okay. I want to keep the authenticity of it. You know what I'm saying? So um, keep it. Keep it real, keep it organic, keep it authentic, and just make sure that everybody knows that you know when you when you leave yourself to blow up, you're gonna leave with something. You know what I mean? That's what's up. How much time do you Plenty. Plenty? That we can wrap it up. Word. That go ahead. Cool. So seven. No one let you answer it. Episode seven. If not, then we'll get it later. Breakfast with the Justins, you know, it's your boy Trez, you know. Uh, it's your boy Don, a.k.a. I'm going to go for Young Super Saiyan. Okay. A.k.a. Batman. Uh, yeah, okay. I was at the comic book store last night. Okay. That shit was like. Okay. Uh, a.k.a. Uh, what version of Batman are we talking? Uh, the Detective Batman. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Classic from the comic book type you, shit. Uh, A.K.A. Don't go spend your money on It Part 2. I went to see it last night, too. Ah, I was going to go. Uh, it's a C. Uh, wait till Tuesday so you can get a little cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not worth the full price. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. AKA, yeah. That's it for me, man. Hey, man, I, I, I appreciate y'all for real. Yeah, like, I love what y'all doing. Appreciate. Uh, yeah. Keep doing your thing, man. You too, yeah, yeah. man. Appreciate it. You got anything you want to go there and plug something, man? Hey, you man. Hey, one more. Man. Yeah, definitely follow follow us at uh, Show Up to Blow Up. Mm -hmm. um, that's S H O W. UP, the number two, B L O W U P. Show up, the number two, blow up on everything. IG, if you want to submit music for the showcase, then show up to blow up showcase at gmail.com. Facts. Coming to a city near you, baby.
October 26th. That Saturday, 5 uh -huh. to 9. Right be here there. Good times. It's we'll true. be out there, you know what I'm saying? For sure. So don't be putting on no whack ass performances. <laughs> I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> waste my time, man. Show up to blow up, 1026. Hit us up. Hey, <laughs> we out. Peace. Yo, it's your boy, Trey, New Vision CEO. I'm the creator of Show Up to Blow Up. Uh, we'll be at Good Times on 1026 um, from 5 to 9. You want to submit your music. It's a show. It's an artist showcasing competition. Three rounds, three songs, one winner. Right? 1026, Good Times. Be there. You know, I already know what it is. It's your boy, Trash. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no AKAs, but you already know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Go check out the Seven Spade. Mm -hmm. Go check out that parade music video. I got some other shit on the way. You know, I'm a method actor, so I got some real shit on the way. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Me and Keith locked in. Exclusive hey. shit. I don't know what Don will say. Hey. What shit. Hey. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's your boy Don. Hey, I do got a name for the new album, I think. Okay. But I ain't finna say it on here, bro, because a lot of fuck niggas been around here lately. So I'm going to spend a lot of time in the studio this month. Facts. But we coming at you soon.